following is a presentation of Main Street Media, your source for news, sports, and information on Main Street in Middle Tennessee. Welcome in to a Tuesday edition of Main Street Sports Today. On the program, Mo and Chris will be live at the Mid-State Classic at Columbia's Ridley Park, where Tennessee and Memphis will be playing softball this evening. The guys are fresh back from Murfreesboro, where Summertown fell to East Nashville, the Class 2A state quarterfinals. Thomas Harding from MLB.com will join the show to react to the Braves trade for Matt Olson and what's next for Freddie Freeman. The first four begins tonight. Let the madness commence. Plus, it's top five Tuesday favorite pies on this Ides of March edition of Main Street Sports. Today, beware. Now live to Ridley Park in Columbia with the Hall of Famer Mo Patton. Here's the Sundrop Kid from Alabama, Chris Yow. Welcome in again live on location here at Ridley Park as we are watching Montlow State and Columbia State play a little softball before the main event tonight. We've got a doubleheader, so this was right after this, and there will be another uh, Lady Chargers hosting event. So should be fun. Against your favorite, the Lady Bucks. Of course. <laughs> As we get you ready for this Tuesday edition, Top 5 Tuesday, it's going to be great. But we have a really, really long rundown. So let's go ahead and get to it. And send it back to JP for today's rundown. This is the rundown. Let's do it. This is your Tuesday Rundown brought to you by Jim Davis at Grow Live Give. Visit them at growlivegive.com or give them a call at 615-682-0022. Securities offered through IFP Securities, LLC, DBA, Independent Financial Partners, IFP member, FINRA, SIPC. Investment advice offered through IFP Advisors, LLC, DBA, Independent Financial Partners, Registered Investment Advisor, IFP and Grow Live Give are not affiliated. All right, a busy rundown today. We'll start with the Class 2A quarterfinals from the Glass House, East Nashville, down Summertown, 70-52. It was Power Center, 40, Brainerd, 39. And at the half, Tyner leads Bolivar Central, 34-32. High school baseball action from yesterday. Gallatin over Alabama Christian, 6-4. Zion Christian downs Hampshire, 8-2. It is Overton over Gordonsville, 4-3. Warren County shuts out Laverne, 10-0. Smyrna over Oakland, 13-4. Coffee County downs Riverdale, 3-2. Cornersville, 8. Santa Fe, 3. Summertown shut out by Eagleville, 10-0. Fairview over Kolioka, 13-0. Spring Hill, 3. Lewis County, 1. It was Loretto, 16. The Tennessee Monarchs, 1. Dixon County in a pitcher's duel over Montgomery Central, 1-0. Forest outlast Mount Pleasant, 14-0. Blackman, 1-0 winners over Wilson Central. It was Brentwood, 10-0 over Coosa Valley Academy out of Alabama. Rockvale shuts out Columbia Central, 9-0. It was Creekwood, 13-0 winners over East Hickman. Independence, 8-1 winners over Murfreesboro Central. Lipscomb Academy, Shuts out Pascagoula, Mississippi, 15 to nothing. Pope Prep, 4, CPA, 1. Uh, CPA gets back with a 10-5 win in Game 2. Columbia Academy, 10 nothing over Lawrence County. And Clarksville Academy downs Station Camp, 8 
to nothing. In high school softball, Austin uh, out of Alabama uh, downs Gallatin 14-1. It is Gallatin 8, new site from Mississippi 4. Jackson Southside over Gallatin 6-5. It is uh, Loretto falling to Brooks from Alabama 9-0. Lawrence County shuts out Spring Hill 10-0. Riverdale 9, Gordonsville 4. Smyrna 11, Blackman 5. Stewart's Creek 11-1 over Columbia Central. Kolioka 15-0 over Santa Fe. Mount Pleasant 23-4 over Frank Hughes. And uh, Clarksville, Acad- uh, rather Clarksville 1-0 over Stewart uh, County. And Clark uh, Columbia Academy 3-0 over Oakland. Hendersonville 5-0 winners in boys soccer. Columbia Academy on the pitch 7-0 over Agathos uh, classical in that one. Juco baseball from yesterday. Columbia State in a doubleheader. They pick up two over Dyersburg, 5-2 and 6-5. Also Juco softball, same matchup. Dyersburg returns the favor, 8-0 over Columbia State and 11-1 in six innings in the second game. High school baseball. Uh, later today, Ravenwood versus Harmony out of Florida at the P-Town Classic down in Jacksonville, Florida. At the Gulf Shores Classic, Gallatin versus Sacred Heart from Mississippi. It is Summit versus Alabama Christian. Bob Jones out of Alabama versus Lipscomb Academy. The Grand Slam Classic features Coffee County and Nolensville. Dobbins Bennett versus Blackman. Warren County versus Smyrna. Oakland versus Tullahoma, Rockville, and Wilson Central, Good Pasture, and Clarksville. Regular season meetings today. Mount Pleasant is at Forest, Columbia Academy at Lawrence County. Spring Hill hosts Lewis County. Loretta welcomes Richland. Beach will be at Murfreesboro Central. Harpeth at Portland. Santa Fe hosts Cornersville. Summertown is at Wayne County today. Centennial welcomes Lebanon. Hampshire at Frank Hughes. Montgomery Central at Dixon County. Station Camp travels to Rossview. CPA welcomes Pope Prep and DCA versus Middle Tennessee Christian. High School Softball, Gulf Shores Classic down in Alabama. Gallatin and Brookwood from Alabama will face off Anderson versus Mount Juliet. Uh, Summit also down at the Classic in Gulf Shores. Regular season matchups, Portland at Gatlinburg-Pittman. Rockvale taking on Coffee County, Lawrence County, and Loretto. An in-county rivalry there, Forest at Oakland. Huntland is at Siegel. Green Hill welcomes Hendersonville. East Hickman is at Santa Fe. Blackman at Wilson Central. Columbia Academy at Dixon County. On the pitch, boys soccer, Baylor versus Columbia Central at the Siegel Complex today in the Borough. Hickman versus Spring Hill. Lawrence County is at Wayne County. Juco Baseball, Kalamazoo Valley Community College at Columbia State. And they've got a doubleheader there. Wabash Valley is at Ball State, also a doubleheader. Juco Softball, Motlow State is in uh, the Mule Town to take on Columbia State. That at Ridley Park, where Mo and Chris are currently. Baseball in actually men's basketball. We've got one game tonight in the NIT. Belmont is at Vanderbilt, 6 p.m. on the Deuce. Baseball, Vandy welcomes Michigan on the SEC Network tonight at 6. Austin P is at Middle Tennessee. Lipscomb and Tennessee Tech will face off. Western Kentucky is at Belmont. 
It is uh, softball. Uh, we've got uh, Florida State at Lipscomb Academy, Memphis versus Tennessee. Uh, that'll be 530. Of course, that is uh, part of the Mid-State uh, Classic. Or no, it is not part of the Mid-State Classic. We have the Mid-State Classic. Memphis versus Tennessee, that's at 530. Again, more on that game coming up in just a little bit with uh, Chris and Mo. The Grizzlies, uh, they are uh, team <laughs> at that team, Terry Taylor, <laughs> Chris, I'm not sure what that is. All right, uh, they play 6 o'clock. Check them out on Bally Sports South. And the Predators are in action tonight versus the Penguins. And that is your rundown on this Tuesday. It is Tuesday. JP. Clearly yes. has not been listening to, to the show. <laughs> he's he's typing while we're talking. He doesn't ever get a chance that to listen. That team apparently. Terry Taylor plays for. Terry Taylor, the former Austin P. governor. Okay. Who oh, yeah, yeah. Indiana Pacers That's coach right. Rick Carlisle could not recall or refused to mention where he played collegiately, so we're refusing to mention where the Pacers. Plays. There you go. Yeah. Yes. Where he plays professionally. Yeah. Memphis you at know, Indianapolis. You know, if that had been if that had been in the first hundred games that I mentioned, my mind might have uh, might have recognized it. <laughs> right. <laughs> you were a little numb by the end. Oh, there. Man. I, I get it. Yep. I get it. If all right. you caught if you caught all that, congratulations, folks. Yeah, I hope you had your pen and pad ready. <laughs> there you go. How's the how's the weather out at Ridley Park today? It's a little windy. Yeah. And it's um but solid. It's solid. It's okay. It's, is it overcast? Is that what you would call it? Overcast, yeah, it's, a little it's cloudy. Just cloudy. Okay. It, it, so it's it's a little cool, but it, it's doable. So here's the thing: I actually, when I went home to grab the 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 table that we didn't end up needing and was already in my car <laughs> the entire time. Of course, of course. <laughs> I I went ahead and grabbed some long sleeves mm-hmm. because. At five thirty tonight, it might get a little chilly. Mm-hmm. So, once the sun goes down, once the, yeah. well, the sun won't it go down at five thirty. Trip, but yeah, yeah, <laughs> it very well could have been a wasted trip because we, we're sitting here in front of the press box here at Ridley Park and directly in front of the press box. I, I mean, mean, we could not have asked for a better setup. Shout out to um, Michael Reagan for getting us hooked up. <laughs> we are we are in. We are in good shape. We are in good shape. I mean, to our left later will be Brian Rice, the um, um, Tennessee softball person. I guess their media contact. So I mean, we are we're we're in pretty good shape here. Couldn't couldn't have asked for better. Directly advice. behind the plate, the only thing we could ask for is that this bar holding up this chain link fence That's not be directly in our line of sight of the scoreboard in center field. <laughs> Motlow just hit a two-run triple to make it eight-two in the what top, top of the, the fifth. top of the fifth. Okay, which is All better right. than the bottom of the fifth. Well, maybe not. Better than the bottom of the fifth, or better than the bottom of a fifth. Well, the the having the top of a fifth oh. is always good as long as you're playing to get to the bottom of it eventually. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Anyway, let's get back to the show. Let, let's do get back to the show because we we have we have plenty to talk about. A lot of hoops in this in this uh, first half. We've got the high school hoops 
Uh, and then we'll talk first four that, that happens tonight. Of course, we'll talk a little bit about Vanderbilt and Belmont because mm-hmm. that's, a, that's a big game here in the mid-state. Looking forward to it. Uh, second hour, obviously, we have Thomas Harding, uh, who covers the Rockies from MLB.com, but he's obviously keeping up with the rest of the world as well. And we'll talk about the Braves. Told you we'd do that. Top five pies coming at you in the final segment, so stick around. Main Street Sports today returns after this. Hey folks, while we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ed Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods here in Columbia has been outfitting teams, officials, and anybody else from T-ball to college for 50-plus years. Be sure and check them out at 931-388-8060 or online at jonesandlang.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, the look of a winner. Zion Christian Academy, zioneagles.org or 931-388-5731. You can schedule your appointment. Go toward their campus. It is beautiful over there, and you're definitely going to want to see it. Again, it's zioneagles.org. Give them a call, 931-388-5731, and schedule your tour today. Are you an enthusiastic sports fan? Want to have fun and get in on the action? Heck yes, that'd be awesome. Have great attention to detail? Want to stay active? Definitely. Want to give back to the student-athletes in your community? Obviously, yes! Then you'd make an excellent high school sports official. We need more officials in Tennessee. Because with no high school officials, there are no high school sports. Sign up today at highschoolofficials.com. Back into Main Street Sports today. JP Plant alongside the Hall of Famer Mo Patton and Chris Yao, who are live on location today out at Ridley Park. Fresh back, by the way, uh, gentlemen, from uh, a nice trip to the borough this morning. It was a nice could, trip. It could have been nicer. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. I'll tell you what could have been nicer was a little bit of forethought to that left hand turn signal right there at. The Blue Raider Market across the street from Murphy Center. I, I really don't understand why, how Murfreesboro Police Department hasn't decided. Maybe we should go run that light on on a day like today. Well, during the state tournament, mm-hmm. especially on day one, where you have the most team. Well, I guess there's the same amount of teams every day, except Saturday. But it's it just doesn't make a whole lot of sense why you wouldn't at least go up there and say let's you know let's make this left hand turn signal a little bit longer the problem was people having to pay to park back and things backs up. things up so it's you know it, it's unfortunate but well if you go in the way you came out then you make a right hand turn into the parking lot 
that's the way that's the way that that I saw what I'm saying. That's the part that was backed up. So what I did was I went back around the other side and came in and turned left into the parking lot because there was nobody on that side. And when I showed them my pass, they were like, Oh yeah, come on in. And so people stopped and let me go. There you go. But if you don't have a pass like us, then you're you're kind of waiting. Yep, yep. It is what it is. There you go. Drunk has its privilege, right? It, sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. But East Nashville does get the 70-52 to 52 win over Summertown this morning. Summertown, you know, played really well to start. And I, at, I guess late in the second quarter, it was a one-point ball game, and then – then it got away from couple them. of couple they turned of it over a couple balls. of times and, and yeah and that's kind of what Avery Avery Patton the East Nashville coach no relation um, <laughs> I was going to say that I was mentioned after that. the game was that you know they they were able to um, knock down a couple of threes there and 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 that kind of got their defense up he said so um, and that kind of spurred them away a little bit and I just think that um, Summertown cutting. Gave up a few a few rebounds. Um, they, Missed a couple of shots really close. Mm-hmm. They only turned it over one more time than East Nashville, but it seemed like East Nashville did a better job capitalizing on the turnovers that they forced than 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 Summertown did. So, you know, seventy to fifty two, the final there. Um, Forty forty two of those points scored by Gavin and Grayson Burleson, as we've kind of become used to seeing, particularly down the stretch here. Yeah, 42 of their first 45. And then the last seven came, came late. <laughs> with with both Grayson and Gavin on the, on the bench. bench. Yeah. Um, but Jalen Jones, the highly regarded recruit out of East Nashville, the Batman of the duo, apparently. Jalen Jones with a triple-double. Well, I tell you what, if he's the Batman, then that makes Mr. Mr. Basketball finalist Gerard Taylor the Robin. And um, as Robins go, that ain't a bad one. Yeah, nah, no question. He um, finished with um, 23 points on 9 of 16 shooting from the floor. So. That's a good day. Mm-hmm. Jalen Jones with the triple-double, 16 points, 13 boards, 10 assists, and the last one was a thing of beauty to Taylor, and then Taylor flushed a couple late uh, with some emphatic two-hand jams yeah. in the fourth quarter. He's a good-looking He's he's a good looking ball player, man. Both those guys are going to have some opportunities to play at the next level and perhaps pretty pretty high up in terms of that level. So um, looking forward to that. We will have coverage of that game later at MainStreetMurray.com, so be sure and be on the lookout for that. Yes, there will be a story and a photo gallery available for you, so as soon as we get a chance to to get that posted, we hope that you'll check it out. Currently Um, on the website, by the way, um, snuck out to Zion Christian last night for their baseball season opener against Hampshire, and pretty triumphant return to the field for their junior Jaron Kaiser, who um, sustained a pretty significant series of facial injuries in a collision on that very same field last April, um, had to un- underwent an 11-hour surgical procedure to repair 
broken eye sockets, jaw, et cetera, et cetera. Did not play the rest of his sophomore year. Um, came back last night, went two for three with a two-run bomb, threw a couple of innings with three strikeouts, and finished up the game at catcher. So um, on an 11-man roster, that's that's going to kind of be the case. A lot of folks are going to play a lot of different spots, but we've, we've got an article, we've got a video of the home run because – Sometimes it's better to be lucky than good. But, um, so check that out again at MainStreetMurray.com as well. Yeah, you know, it's a really cool story, the fact that it, he ended up playing a little bit of football last year. Mm-hmm. and but, but to see him back on the baseball diamond where he really excels it is really awesome. I think he's going to be a story to watch for that Zion Christian team. And you know, it really is just a, it's a, a story of – perseverance and hard work and really just wanting to be out there with your classmates. Um, The young man said that he loves to play, and when he's not playing, he doesn't know what to do. Well, (laughs) so. I guess that's a good reason to play. There you go. Yeah. Um, In other action out at Murphy Center, Power Center Academy, which is a charter school in Memphis, gets the win, improves to, I guess, 20, 21 and four on the season with a 40 to 39 win over Brainerd. Uh, saw a little bit of that one early. The Brainerd uniforms, man, the powder blue Were those, with the, with the pinstripe. Pinstripe? I was talking to Stephen Hart just right before we left, the um, sports editor at the. Um, Chattanooga Times Free Press, who was there covering the game, I told him, those are tight, man. Those are solid. I like that. It, yeah. I wonder what their home unis look like. I wonder if they're white with pinstripes as well. I don't know. I just wear those but, all the time. I like the pinstripes. Have you you've seen the South Carolina women yep. with the pinstripes, which I, I think they kind of knocked off the, the Carolina baseball team with that. Bit. But still, it's a good look. The, the, it's, you don't see it very often in basketball. Yeah, you really don't. I, I, back in the day, there was a team that was perennially at the class two-way state championships in Alabama, and I mean, had they had baby blue with yellow pinstripes, and it was awful. Yeah, yeah, that, that doesn't red, sound good at solid. all. The red solid. It, so, but they fall. Unfortunately, yeah. So we won't see those anymore <laughs> we'll this <not>. year. <laughs> no, we'll not see them anymore this year's uh, Power Center. The charter school gets the win. They will take on East Nashville. Uh, pretty, pretty tight ball game. Power Center got up in the first quarter, thirteen seven, and then Brainerd powers back to take a lead. Uh, no, I'm sorry, they they're down a point at halftime. Okay. Uh, 17 12 they outscored power center in the second quarter but then the third the third and fourth quarters were let's just say defense laden <laughs> seven so Brandon, points each. scored 15 power center scores 15 but neither score double digits in any quarter so goodness gracious that, <laughs> that had to be fun to watch <laughs> Yeah, guess so, it depends on your definition of fun. And that that East Nashville Power Center game will be at four o'clock on Thursday, not four thirty, as we talked about during our segment with Chip Walters yesterday, because all of the start times on Thursday have been moved thirty minutes earlier to accommodate for the Middle Tennessee State Lady Raiders. So. It was supposed to be 4.30, so 
Listen, man, they had the game scheduled an hour and 15 minutes apart like we were going to be able to get ball games in in an hour. I think they figured out that they're not going to be able to get ball games in an hour 15 and it, <laughs> instead of an hour 30. So they yeah, probably, I'm, this, I'm, is a, this is a secondary. I'm, I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. Anyway, MTSU and Wofford play in the opening round of the WNIT at 8 o'clock tonight, um, Thursday night at Murphy Center. So that's why the game times have been changed on Thursday night to whatever, to whatever time they are. They are. <laughs> Just get there at 9, 9.30 and you'll be able to yeah. and stay all day. It there you go. And, when, and whenever the game starts, you'll be there. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's the best way to do it anyway because these game times are – there. there's the squiggly line about. So what, it, APP approx. <laughs> approximately. Yeah. 345 plus slash minus. You know. <laughs> there we go. Oh man, let's uh whenever let's, it starts it starts. Yeah, let, let's let's take a break. I know we're, we're a little early, but <laughs> I'm give out on this one. <laughs> let's talk about the first four on the other side because there is a really there are a couple of really intriguing matchups tonight including both of the the 11-11 matchup. So is it both the 11 there's an 11-11 and a 12-12 yeah. tonight and then both 16s are tomorrow? So. Uh, I'm not sure if that's how it w- works out, but well, I do know that there's well, there are two 16s and then two right. nines. So. I just don't know which is on the schedule. But the first four, we'll talk about all of them today because I really don't care to spend an extra 15 minutes on them tomorrow. <laughs> so <laughs> let's go do that. We'll be back on Main Street Sports today. Hey folks, while we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ed Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods here in Columbia has been outfitting teams, officials, and anybody else from T-ball to college for 50-plus years. Be sure and check them out at 931-388-8060 or online at jonesandlang.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, the look of a winner. Zion Christian Academy, zioneagles.org or 931-388-5731. You can schedule your appointment. Go toward their campus. It is beautiful over there, and you're definitely going to want to see it. Again, it's zioneagles.org. Give them a call, 931-388-5731, and schedule your tour today. A game without a crowd is just a scrimmage. A performance without an audience is just a rehearsal. Without your presence, high school sports and the performing arts aren't possible. Ensure that these essential extracurricular activities continue to enrich the lives of students in Tennessee. Purchase a ticket to your local high school's game or performance. This message presented by the TSSAA. Welcome back 
to Ridley Park here on location in Columbia. Oh, hey, what we got here? Looks like both both runners scored. We got a we got an out at home plate, and then both runners scored on an error. That makes it ten to four. It appears. Oh, we may have obstruction here at the plate. They may have scored three. They may have scored three because she tagged her way up the line. But if there's a rule like there is in Major League Baseball where you've got to, rule. so she didn't give her any anywhere to go then. And that's so correct. that's wow. That's so tough. It'll, it looks like three runs will score here for Columbia State as they will cut into the lead and make it ten mm. to five. Jeez. And there will only be one. Yeah, one out. One out. In yeah. the inning. So, Lady Chargers looking to get back in it after giving up six in the top of the fifth. They've scored three of their own here in the bottom half. And we are talking about the first four. Got a couple of questions. One, how do you feel about the first four in general? I have an issue with the first four involving teams that are not I have a problem with the first four involving teams that aren't 16 seeds. I mean, if you're good enough to be an 11 or a 12 seed, then you should be in the bracket, I think. I mean, I kind of get the explanation that those are some of the final teams in because they're getting in as at larges and that kind of thing, and I, I understand that. But, I mean, if you're seeding the field – a twelve a twelve seed shouldn't have to play in, I don't think. But you know, but I, I get why they do it. I I'm just don't agree with opposite. it. Hmm? I'm the exact opposite. If we are if, if if you win your conference tournament, you should be in the tournament. You should not have to play in. So no sixteen teams should have to play into the tournament. Because they're all I conference think, champions. I yeah. think they all should be eleven eleven or twelve twelve play ins. That's my. That's the way that I said. Because look, well, you are in the tournament. You're not. Not necessarily. You go to Dayton. Come on, man. You don't. You don't get. Have you been to Dayton? <laughs> What's wrong with Dayton? <laughs> Nothing. But you got against Dayton. <laughs> the fact that that's where the first four is to me, that's not the tournament. It is, but it's not. Let these guys get a chance to play and upset one of these big, big time schools, even if they are all sixteens. Move them all up. Put them all in at 16s, if that's what you think they are, mm -hmm. and then go from there. Give me – You know, I, I can see that. I, I I can see if you are an AQ, you should automatically – Okay. So that's that, – but I also can understand so, – So maybe those maybe those final at larges should not be 11, 12s. Maybe they should be 16s, and maybe an AQ should be Move everybody higher. So, so with Wyoming and Indiana and, and that would the 16. And, and that would – uh, that would create a little bit more <laughs> angst for some of these ones. One seeds. Well, they would not be happy. I'm, they would not be happy. Yeah, I, <laughs> I think I, I think I would feel better about that. But but yeah, I, I see what you're saying. If you're an AQ, you should be. You shouldn't have to play in. I I, I can I can accept that play in concept. Don't yeah. get mad at us if we call it that. But that's what it is. I mean, sixty teams aren't getting a buy. It's not how it works. <laughs> so, right. So, yeah. 
<laughs> I mean, anyway, tonight we have Texas Southern and Texas A&M Corpus Christi. It's a 6.40 Eastern, so I guess 5.40 Central on True TV. Of course, it is in Dayton. All of all four of these games will be in Dayton. Mm-hmm. Uh, Texas Southern no longer coached by Mike Davis. Mike Davis, but uh, Where is he? Uh, I, is I he coaching anywhere? I have no idea, but look. This morning, Sarah filled out her bracket via which mascot was cooler. To, I assume that she would probably pick Texas A&M Corpus Christi, the Islanders. I think an Islander is cooler than a Tiger. It's more unique. But I think a Tiger. I think an Islander. I think an Islander's chances against a Tiger are going to be pretty, unless a t- unless you're pretty crafty. Oh, well, you know, My those, money's those, on the Tiger there. Those Islanders, they they you know, they can hide and. Get you with the spear from the backside. You never, you never know. Dig, dig one of those pits with the with the spears <laughs> at the bottom. You're, you're you know. in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, this is this is going to be a a 16 game. Not sure what to expect from it, but I think it's going to be a good game. Uh, the other the 12-12 game, Indiana, which barely got in. I guess I guess the Big Ten tournament counts. I'm not sure if any of the others do, but apparently the Big Ten tournament matched. Did they actually get 10 in? Oh. I've been a little busy. I've not really been able to analyze. Oh. Did we get a home run? Two-run jack for the Lady a Chargers. A two-run homer. It's 10-7. Watch out. Here come the Chargers charging oh. quickly. That's five of the six that they gave that up they in the top. <laughs> there you go. Wow. So look at yeah. um, <laughs> that. It, that wasn't supposed to happen. <laughs> um, I, as I was saying, I've not really had a chance to analyze the bracket like I would like to, but I thought I saw somewhere that 10 Big Ten teams got into the field of 68. Well, and I don't, and I know the SEC got six teams in. So. They got all six of their teams were. Top six seeds. Yeah, LSU with the number six seed was the worst seed. Nobody. Tennessee was the worst seeded, but, <laughs> but LSU was the worst seed at six, I think. So, and that's to me, as we've said all year long, this is the deepest conference. This is arguably the best conference overall. And yet, once again, the Big Ten gets. Indiana into a playing game at seventeen and twelve. Is that what they are? Instead of Texas, Texas A&M. A&M. So yeah, I don't think it's going to matter though because I think Wyoming, who I have making a significantly a run. deep run, mm-hmm. uh, I, I think they're going to to get get a chance to knock the Hoosiers out and deal the first blow to the Big Ten, the first of what I expect to be many. Uh, my feelings would not be hurt. <laughs> If you're right. Well, here's the problem is tomorrow the 11-11 matchup is Rutgers in the Big Ten against Notre Dame. So so who do we root for? Huh? It's like that's, that's a catch-22. That really is. It's the last game. Can the building just, you know, collapse or something and they don't play it? And Stranger <laughs> things have happened. Let me, refer you to, let me refer you to the Georgia Dome in 2008. Yeah. Uh, but that that Rutgers Notre Dame game at nine t- uh, eight ten on True TV uh, follows Wright State and Bryant. I'm hoping Bryant brings their student section. That should. I'm be hoping good. Bryant's coach. 
Where's his jersey? No, oh, was it Wagner? Oh, well, never mind. No. Maybe yes. Brian's coach will take up that tradition. <laughs> the, the Bryant Bulldogs and the Wright State Raiders. The Raiders. Wright State is in Ohio, isn't it? You know what? I, I think it is. I don't know if it's in. I don't know where in Ohio, but that's. So I, I'm curious if this. I'm curious if this this game will get finished without incident. I assume they won't be sitting the student sections next directly, to one another, or, or directly behind anybody's bench, or behind anyone's bench, probably. So. And the winner of that, I'm not sure who the winner of that one gets. I think it's Kansas. That sounds I think right. The Kansas gets yeah. the winner of that one. And then Rutgers Notre Dame, the 11 11 seed. I think that's a that's a game that could be intriguing. Mm-hmm. But I mean, these 11 11 games are, are are almost like the eight nine games. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, well, clearly, I mean, they're pretty evenly matched. They're both the same seed, <laughs> according to the. According to the well, according committee. to the selection committee, which take that with a grain of salt. Yeah. yeah. So, I think that's you know, Tennessee number five in the AP poll, number three in the seeds, which means they are the, at best, the number nine team. At best, and probably not the number nine team. They're probably ten because Wisconsin was ahead of them, mm-hmm. according to. Uh, at. ESPN. Well, well no, going. according to the chair of the committee. Oh, who, that dude. Yeah. Who, when asked why Tennessee wasn't a two, compared them to Wisconsin, who is also a three. So go figure. Uh, <laughs> yeah, know, anyway. they, they didn't get their talking points squared away very well, I don't think. It, it, it's interesting. Rick Barnes, in his press conference yesterday, said that the media should be able to have a press conference with the selection committee. On Monday, after all the smoke is cleared and everybody's had a chance to really digest what has taken place and ask questions and not just two or three minutes, but at length about some of the, I don't know, discrepancies, for lack of a better phrase. Yeah, just, In, just give me an explanation. Yeah. Even if it's bad, I'm not going to like it. And I still don't like the explanation. Well, and it's not going to change anything. It's not changing but, nothing. But I think, I think. An explanation, a coherent explanation is due for why you've got two teams from three teams from the same conference. One team beat each of those other two teams, beat one of them twice, and is seated behind them. Go figure. But a level of accountability Mm -hmm. that's all we're asking for. And right now, there is no accountability whatsoever. For anybody but coaches and players. Not for officials and not for selection committees. I mean, the college football playoff selection committee chair comes out and has a pretty at-length discussion with ESPN after the announcement. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's a good 30 minutes. I'll take that. It's better than what we're getting with basketball. Yeah. Anyway, in the women's first four, Incarnate Word and Howard playing in Columbia for the right to get beat by the eventual national champion, 
South Carolina Lady Gamecocks. That's interesting the way they do that. I guess it cuts down on travel. Yeah. Because you don't go to a central site and then have to go somewhere else. But it will be interesting to see how Incarnate Word and Howard is attended in Columbia, South Carolina. (laughs) Well, you never know. I mean, where's Howard? Howard's in Washington, D.C. That's right. Yeah. Incarnate Word is somewhere in Texas. Yeah, they're out west. Um, Dayton and DePaul, that's tomorrow night in the 11-11 matchup in Ames, Iowa. Imagine Dayton in the first four. Go figure. I always wondered what would happen if Dayton made the first four (laughs) on on the guy's side. Yeah. (laughs) They They would probably work around that one. I have a feeling. Oh, I don't think that's got the distance, Mo. <laughs> yeah. Then on on Thursday, Longwood, the Lady Lancers. The Longwood Lady Lancers. I'm here for that, by the way. Uh, taking on Mount St. Mary's in Raleigh, North Carolina. That's a 6 o'clock tip. And then Missouri State and Florida State will play in the Bears. The Bears. The Bears. And the Lady Seminoles. And where are they playing? They're in Baton Rouge. Oh, okay. So, okay. And that's so Longwoods men and women are both in. Longwoods men and women are both in the tournament. Well done. Um, Yeah. So that's your first four matchups on both the men's and women's side. I don't know. Did you see the swag bags? (laughs) I did not see the swag bags. Have they come up? Oh, they have, and we need to talk. No. That one's not going to be obstruction. <laughs> That's no. not going to be obstruction. That's but they did they did score a run right there yeah. before that. So yeah, they did. They so got the sixth one back. It's ten to eight, going to the sixth. Thought we had a a blowout incoming, and Chargers say not so fast. not so fast, my friend. Yep. It's time for halftime, y'all. Stick around. Main Street Sports today returns after this.